You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation. Hey there, listener. Another live stream from the backlogs. Catching up. This episode was originally streamed April 7th. On this episode, you're going to hear Melanie's reactions to The Batman, plus more Moon Knight. Enjoy. It's 8.30-ish. Do you know where your Grolix is? It's right here. Welcome to Grolix Nights, the Grolix Podcast live show. I'm Randy. I'm Melanie. And I'm Jesse. How's it going, everybody? Savannah says, what? New cat pizza person? No. Well... No, new cat dancer. Yeah, possibly, but not not like Savannah. Not like you're a cat dancer. You're the only kind of cat dancer that really matters. Mm-hmm. And I really hate pimping right up front. But uh, Savannah, she's she's a cat dance. She's at our cat dancing tier on Patreon, Patreon.com/slash Garlic's Podcast. But it's way too early to do that. We're gonna lose every listener. So <laughs> shout out to Savannah. Cat pizza. I don't. Cat you, pizza. It is. Wait, no. That sounds awful. That sounds like a, a pita crime. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like less a pizza for cat and more like yeah, yeah, a cat made out of pizza. Yeah, pizza like made out of cat. chicken pizza is not friendly to chickens. So <laughs> that's right. We don't make chicken yeah. pizza for chickens. No, we don't. Uh. <laughs> We don't make make the meat lovers for meat. <laughs> no, we do not. Okay, she's she's trying to reclaim it here. I uh, I appreciate that. You're like, yeah, serve all the cats. Just, just has anchovies. Like, what would a what would a cat want on a pizza? It's it's already got cheese. It likes dairy, but I don't think they're supposed to eat dairy. Is it right? But they right? like it. They yeah. like it. But then put fish on it. Yeah. Paul says dancing cats. I th- that. I thought that movie sucked. That's that's the wrong kind of cat. Yeah, that dancing. is not the cat dancing we're talking about. We don't talk about that cat dancing. <laughs> we don't talk about cat dance. What, what the heck is that? I don't think I know what that is. Canto. We don't He's talk referring. about Bruno. Oh, well, uh, Paul was referring to cats. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. I never saw it. The the CGI nightmare. Um. Speaking of CGI Nightmare, they're making a Sonic 2 and my uh my niece and nephews are excited to to go see it. They they cranked that thing out, didn't they? Yeah. The oh, well, I don't know. It seems one, like it's been a little bit. It's been a little while, but, a little it, but I mean, yeah, when it's all CGI like that. But they probably started on it not long after the first one because they didn't want Jim Carrey to basically get cold feet and be like, I'm done with movies forever. And guess what, guys? He may be done with movies forever because Sonic 2 may be his retirement film. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's disappointing. At least that's what he was speculating or Mm -hmm. he's kind of throwing that out there. Well, I'm not disappointed that he's done forever because it's been a long time since I've watched a Jim Carrey movie that I really cared for. But he's getting older. He's weird. Mm-hmm. He's weird. He was, he was fine in uh he was fine in Sonic One, but it was it was just like it's kind of weird to see him return to form after he's been so weird for so long. Yeah. Yeah. I would expect he'd wanna he'd wanna go out on like you know, whatever. If, Sonic two probably makes him a lot of money. He's like, That's fine. Right. That's mm-hmm. my legacy. I got money. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Murray did Garfield, I can do Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> <laughs> so Paul said know who likes cats Alf ha mm-hmm. and, <laughs> and Savannah said Alf was awesome but she was a child so who knows Alf was awesome mm-hmm. I we actually I got into a big discussion with my sisters the other day about old shows that were great that they should remake if they're going to remake something redo those and Alf was one of them Alf and then like uh Little Miracle or something like that, with the, where there was like a little girl that was a robot. Small Wonder. Small wonder. That's what yeah. it was. That and then, was a, yeah. great. Yeah. And then there was another one, and I can't remember the name, but there was some chick that could, whose dad was like an alien, and she could stop time with by yes. putting her fingers together. What was that? That was a show, too. Yeah. You're hit, yeah. You're yeah. hitting all the, like, yeah. Right. They, remake that stuff, you know? Stop messing with, I don't know, 
all the movies, make make remake some shows or make the shows into movies or something like that. Would do, yeah. I mean, because those had appeal, kind of like uh, Karate Kid had, right? So mm-hmm. you could Cobra Kai that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We never did find out what happened to Alf. Like they left it right. on a cliffhanger. We don't know. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Maybe it was just witness relocation program. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so how are you two doing? Yeah. Well, you're good. You're all right. <laughs> yeah. Paul says, okay, hear me out. Alf, the small wonder. No, no. no. Wait, is, <laughs> is Alf now a small child robot? Or is- <laughs> That's the cliffhanger. He was an android the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Beep, bop, boop. I'm going to eat your cat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It writes itself. <laughs> Savannah said dinosaurs, question mark. I don't know that they would do dinosaurs, but dinosaurs seems m- more likely because mm-hmm. they, they're past the 80s now. Except all how it ended. 90s. <laughs> like they ended with the darkest ending of all no time. Kidding. Like the yeah, asteroid did. was going to hit. That, mm-hmm. It's so perfect, though. Because oh, if, yeah. if, if I remember correctly, and this was like 90s, edgy 90s, uh, Primetime Fox, right? Like, so the show kind of had a dark humor to it anyway. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a good, like, uh, Fox is not, I mean, whatever, you got Simpsons, but like sitcoms really has never really been Fox's thing. But they were kind of nailing it for a while because they had that. And what was that show? Um, was it Rock? No, I don't remember. But it was like a regular sitcom, but it was really good. And I can't remember what it was called. They did um, Married with Children, which was like mm-hmm. oh, right. the that, Simpsons in real life kind of thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And even though I don't think it holds up, Herman's head was amazing at the time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Still, the half that cast is Simpsons anyway, so. Vanna says Fox isn't Fox anymore. I mean. That's because all the shows are owned by Disney. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. If it isn't sports or news, it's Disney now. Third Rock from the Sun was like CBS or something, but. Yeah. I, I like say I say bring back Third Rock with the cast. Mm-hmm. What's John Lithgow doing? I know he's got to be so old. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, I don't know. He could still do it if he can do Winston Churchill. He can do anything. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you know what? He's not that old. I mean, he's I mean, he's just old. playing people who die. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Same thing with uh, was it Rise of the Planet of the Apes? He's just the ailing grandpa in that, but it's okay. But he's not, he's not as, he's not, he wasn't particularly rough looking is what I no. meant. So yeah, mm-hmm. he could do it. Yeah. Cause sometimes there's people who are not that old and they still, they don't, they don't look that well, but he's the opposite. The girl old from and Third Rock of- was in Our Flag Means Death. She, who was she? she was? What? Is that, what's his name? Was that Jim? What? Jim? That's not Jim, was it? She'd be older than that. Yeah, no, it definitely... I don't know what girl he's, she's referring to. I guess there is only like one girl in that show, but I'm so, to think- speaking of which, I watched the first episode of Our Flag Means Death. I, I yeah. was going to say, you know who Jim is. <laughs> right, yeah. Um, okay. Speaking of dark humor, <laughs> first that show is dark first and e- funny. It, it, okay. The first episode. Yeah. How did it, how did it strike you? Yeah. It, it struck me like the first episode feels very um, Monty Python Hmm. Very flight of the Concords, you know, I mean, like it, it feels like that, but also the, I, I see what you guys are talking about with those serious beats too. It's like, like there's some, they're actually dealing with some legit trauma. I right. mean, they're kind of playing it for laughs, but you also have those moments of like, man, that is dark and that was awful. And he legit did like, like his family treated, like everyone treated him awful. No wonder he wants to be a pirate. His right. life was awful. It sucked. Uh, yeah. First episode, I remember being like intrigued, but like I was like, I, "There's potential here," but mm-hmm. it didn't have the the hook. And I don't remember when Taika comes in. If it's the second or third episode, I feel like it might be the third. But like that was absolutely the hook for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but even the second episode, I was feeling it more, and because I like, yeah, I like the I like so. Monty Python, where it's like anachronistic in just its tone and right. the way people act. Like it's old pirate times 
<laughs> but people talk like so modern and the, mm-hmm. the rec center or the rec room or whatever it is right, like this right. game's awful <laughs> i hate this game yeah it's a lot of fun i'm excited to hear your reactions as you get further into this series mm-hmm. train um oh the trains uh, yeah sounds of uh, yeah mm-hmm. uh real quick can i Paul said space cadets. I don't know what that is, but now I need to know. So as soon as the show is over, I'm going to have to search it up and find out. <laughs> um, and then Savannah also was explaining uh, where the, the one chick from the Rock from the Sun was. And she kept offering to kill what, the char- the main character. Remember? Yeah, she was she she was the widow of a like mortician or something. towards yes. The end of yes. that season of the season. So, mm-hmm. yeah. OK, I know who you're talking about now. You're right. You're right. <sighs> You'll get there, Jesse. It's cool. <laughs> um, it, it does an interesting balance of like, because I think my big concern with the first episode, and I've talked about this already, I'm sorry, but it's just, I was like, I like the tone and the humor kind of, but it relied real heavy on uh, the leader is an idiot. You know, right. it's that the office, uh, you know, he, it's funny because he's stupid guy or he just right. like doesn't know he like he doesn't he lacks common sense and that's okay to a point but I was like ah oh, man I hope the whole show doesn't write on that and so it's super smart I think when they introduce Tyka's character because it kind of I mean he also wacky a little bit but it balances that out a bit mm-hmm. and and then just stuff like it's pretty good about character stuff it's it's like a wacky comedy with a little bit of character drama in there. Mm-hmm. Is that one guy Hodor? Is that the oh, actor who what? played Hodor? He he immediately makes me think of Hodor, but I think you're right. Okay, I was like, there can't be too many big dudes like that. Mm-hmm. But maybe there that maybe there is. Maybe that, there are a dime a dozen those Hodors. Hodor makes me sad. <laughs> oh. <laughs> dime a dozen those Hodors. <laughs> <laughs> Hodors. Oh, Hodors. You should be careful how I say that. Everybody thinks I'm saying a dirty word when I'm not. Uh well, hey. Let's let's hit our uh, headline, our headline feature. The thing that everybody's talking uh, why is everybody not talking about this movie? It's I making know, I don't know. Like 700 it's literally made 700 million dollars. Like it's making uh Warner Brothers some money. Mm-hmm. Uh The Batman. Yeah. So not to not to stereotype us amongst ourselves, but <laughs> right. of the people, if 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 only one of us was going to see Batman, the Batman, the Batman movie, mm-hmm. who 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 do you think it would have been? You probably. Yeah, it'd probably be you. Nope, it was Melanie. Melanie is the <laughs> only one of us that's seen the Batman. Yeah, that's yeah. it's real weird. <laughs> it's strange. I have lots of Batman on my shelf right over here, and um, have not seeing this movie that's been out for a while. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Melanie, mm-hmm. without hitting us with spoilers, well, she, and she seen it without me. I did. I knew she was <laughs> going to. It was fine. It was fine. She seen it with her, uh, did w- did just Gabe go with you or did? Yeah, just Gabe. She seen it with her her nephew. So um, I'll, I'll, I'll turn it over to you. Uh, just don't give us spoilers. Okay. No spoilers. Um, So I, did not have any expectations for this whatsoever. I knew that Robert Pattinson was going to be in there. Um, and I liked the, uh, the lighthouse, but other than that, I haven't really seen him in anything and I didn't watch twilight, but I still think negatively of it. And I guess maybe him even a little bit because of his involvement, but I, I try to reserve my judgment. So first off, this is the most realistic depiction so far of of the Batman of, of the Batman world. Uh maybe even uncomfortably so in some cases. Um and I think it was freaking great. Like it might be the best Batman movie that's ever been made so far. Uh it was really long, so I you know that sucks I guess a little bit, but it, but it's not unbearable e- either, I suppose. Uh, it's not like really slow or anything. There's a couple of times when I'm like, yeah, they didn't have to have that whole, you know, th- three miles of them driving away thing. Uh, but, you know, whatever, they were using it to build the moment. Uh, but still, the only thing that really bothered me was there were some action scenes with Catwoman that looked really CG. 
Like mm. a human isn't going to move that way. And it just looks really fake. And that kind of pulls me out of it because it's such a realistic type movie. Um, Pattinson was OK. I, I he was definitely an emo Batman. He's like moody and broody the entire time, which is OK, I guess. Uh, but everyone, the children, because this is Gabe. Actually, this is the second time seeing it. And my niece and actually, sorry, both my other nieces went with him the last time you saw it. And they were all like, he can act with his eyes so well. And I'm like, ah, yes. Yeah. So I don't know. I wasn't really paying that much attention <laughs> to his eyes. But sure, I guess, uh, you know, but there is a lot of emotion conveyed, even though. He's not necessarily talking that much because he's being, you know, moody and whatnot. Uh, I hate his hair, though. But um, the villains, really, the villain, the villain is great. All of the villains are okay, but the like main villain is really good. Um, And the thing I like the most about it, I think, is just kind of like the the way that it points out things that are wrong with Batman in the world, uh, you know, of Gotham. So, so yeah, I would, I would suggest this movie to anyone, but especially to Batman fans. Yeah. Thank you, Melanie. Awesome. Um, that, that was, uh, you had a basic rundown of that in the messages and it was like, you know, possibly the best Batman movie Mm -hmm. ever. And I've, blah, blah, blah. I've been hearing that like that seems to be a common um, mm-hmm. thought is that, yeah, maybe this is better than all the other Batmans. And, and if you think otherwise, you're wrong and holding <laughs> something with too keen of a nostalgia heart. Well, no, that's that's part of the thing, though. I love uh, Batman and Batman Returns. Those are like the, the they're great to me, but that's my childhood. And they're not even this they're almost not even the same genre with this kind of a movie you know what i mean um like those were kind of cheesy and over the top and tim burton you know they yeah. and this is completely different um it's more it's like a drama and um or action i suppose drama although there was some moments when i was like uh you know like a bunch of people probably just died and <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah you know so it's still a DC <laughs> movie. Yeah. So. yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. I lost track of. That's okay. Paul says that was the nicest Melanie review he's ever heard. Yeah. Yeah. And Melanie I was, likes things. I do she like things. tons of things. Yeah. I like lots and lots of things. And uh, if you go back to um, our website, you can find all of our what, like eight years now of old audio or of old uh, podcasts. And you can hear all the things that I like and the things that I don't. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. right. That's right. I was say, unfortunately, a lot of times the things that we uh, have to watch for this show to st- to stay timely and topical mm-hmm. are not things that were really made for us at all. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And generally if like we talk about things we don't like fairly often, Mm-hmm. But uh, sometimes we enjoy that. We enjoy that. <laughs> we, <laughs> yeah, it's also the Grolic's way to just tear it apart. Yeah, yeah whether we like it or not. Um, but I can't do that right now because they haven't seen it yet. So after they watch it. <laughs> <laughs> it's all fair game then. Mm-hmm. It's, okay, well, I'm, I'm, I'm very interested to, of course, I'm very interested to watch the movie. Uh, I'm a little surprised I haven't made a point to go see it yet, but... Um, Paul also said hadn't haven't had time for Batman or Spider-Man. And here's kind of the weird thing with like the most realistic Batman movie come out. It's generally, I'm it's still weird that I don't, it doesn't have the hype that I expected. Mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't really expect Spider-Man hype, but I'm a little surprised it doesn't have the hype. Mm-hmm. That I, uh, or at least maybe I'm just not keyed into it. Do you think that, do you think that it's true? Have we finally hit superhero like, saturation yeah where we're we're like even we don't care mm, well <laughs> right, right. about hopes, a batman movie dude <laughs> dc hopes not because they are gonna have a movie that's gonna have this version of batman along with the flash and aquaman that were previously seen and then i think it was black adam i'm not sure um maybe well, somebody else even that's throw in peacemaker and i'm sold <laughs> <laughs> maybe they will who knows so 
I mean, I, I, I bet those plans may have changed a little bit because the Flash actor is in a bit of trouble, and apparently DC is. Oh, put really? all of his future no. projects on hold. I've seen, uh, I've seen uh, th- that makes more sense now because I've seen like the petitions to yet again, put Grant Gustin in as the, as the movie flash. And it's like, look, I like him as a flash, but he doesn't have to be the movie flash. I mean, and the TV flash, like you're going to lose him on the TV show. If you make him the movie star, mm. Paul says, People want Flash recast because Ezra is a tool. Well, he got arrested for something. I don't know what because I generally don't look into that kind of drama unless it's like more directly related to Scott Snyder, apparently. Uh, or Zack Snyder, I should say. Not Scott Snyder. Scott Snyder's got no drama. Uh, is everybody getting in trouble? This is crazy. What's up with the world? Why is everybody a D-bag? <laughs> it's because everybody's a D-bag, but now people yeah. are actually, there's consequences for it. Or because they're canceling everybody, and then they're oppressing our our, our right to have an opinion. Depends. Depends what. <laughs> depends or maybe we don't need to publish every single thing we do, every yeah. step we take, every meal we make. I'll be watching you. <laughs> right. Um. Well, apparently there were onset breakdowns, and I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> oh yeah. That's that falls into stuff unless listen unless somebody we were kind of talking about a few of these before the before we went live unless somebody got a, caught on recording having an epic meltdown we don't really care <laughs> <laughs> and even then that doesn't matter they better, <laughs> if they're not calling people if they're not calling daughters pigs or throwing out racial slurs we don't care <laughs> and if they were a beloved action hero from the eighties we still don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just baffled by that. Anyway, um, well, I don't even remember what we're. Oh, Grant, you know, I mean, it's so, it's so weird. Like, so they're gonna have Jason Momoa, Aquaman, mm-hmm. and this new Batman. Like, at this point, they could put the TV Flash in there. It does. They almost matter. need to it because he's the he's the only thing that's gonna have the star power and the credibility to pull mm-hmm. it off, you know, right. but it does effectively end the show. Like I don't see them continuing the show if they do that, which it'd yeah. be fine because it's survived. I haven't watched the flash in so long. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of, I, I don't know. Someday, <laughs> someday I'll go back and catch up. <laughs> maybe. Oh man. Well, maybe they can bring the archer in too. Oh, <laughs> that show ended a while ago, didn't it? Yeah. So the actor's free, right? Arrow. Oh yeah, Arrow. Well, Arrow's dead though. <laughs> he oh. died in that show, or in the cross. Uh, was it one of the crossovers? No, no, no. Oh, no. spoilers for the crossover you guys didn't watch. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. It doesn't matter anyway. They'll find a Lazarus pit or something. You know. Right, it, right. You know. It just none of it matters. None of it matters. Yeah. Um. That said, like, I I, I derailed myself a little bit, but Spider Man, we were there. We were there. Uh, yeah, if not opening weekend, like pretty soon after. But I think maybe part of Spider-Man was like, I knew there's going to be spoilers like crazy. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So oddly enough, though, anything that really mattered in that movie, I already knew it was going to happen. And I still enjoyed the crud out of it. So mm-hmm. it probably didn't matter. I mean, I guess there is one or two spoilers, like actual plot points that I wouldn't have wanted spoiled for me. Right. Mm hmm. But also, I guess Spider-Man was the third, third in a trilogy, the third, not quite trilogy, almost third trilogy in a trilogy. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man didn't quite make it to three, but right. Mm-hmm. So there was build-up. There was a lot of build-up, and like the last, I loved the last. I unexpectedly loved the last two. I like, I knew I was going to like the second one after I'd watched the first one, but I didn't expect to like this new Spider-Man trilogy as much as I did. So there was a lot of build-up. This is basically another first Batman movie, which is exciting, but also mm-hmm. like, you know, okay. It, at least it doesn't do all the origin stuff, you know? Nice. Okay, good. Oh, good. Yeah, that, that's helpful. Because Are there any yeah. slow motion pearls? <laughs> yeah. And I didn't... <laughs> slow motion pearls. No, there are no, no slow motion pearls. Oh, my God. It might be the first Batman movie ever to not have the slow motion pearls. <laughs> yeah. It really is innovative. There is... Um, I think there Joker is... had slow motion pearls. <laughs> Uh, yeah, might have. Yeah, there, there's uh, like a they don't necessarily talk about it, but 
it's obvious that he's been doing this for a little while, not necessarily a long time, but for a while. And I didn't realize I thought it might be him, but I didn't know for sure it was him. But there's a, a moment where someone's talking and you don't see him. And I was like, oh, I think that might be the Joker. Um, and then Gabe was like, yeah, it is. They had a deleted scene even that they you know, have on the Internet if you want to watch it. So he's already fought the Joker and has him in prison when this movie comes out. So, yeah, that was one of the mm -hmm. earliest little bits of news that I remember talking about on the show is that it was like an early, earlier Batman. It was like maybe not, you know, close to like year one type, but mm -hmm. apparently he's been at it for a little bit. So, okay. yeah, cool. yeah. I mean, that's a good way to do it to avoid doing the telling the retelling the origin. Zack Snyder, like he did like old Batman who's already gotten, gotten a Robin oh, killed yeah. and he still told the origin story again. So like, <laughs> right, right. Just in case you forgot guys, just in case every Batman media ever didn't include mm -hmm. the scene. Oh wait, no, it did. So, right. I mean, they, they definitely talk about him being an orphan, but sure. not, you know, I, I think that's just, you have to, it's part of his, that's just, Part of his character, really. Yeah, it's at yeah. the heart of hit why he does the things he does. But right. like, <sighs> come on, we get it. We didn't need we didn't need the Uncle Ben speech for Tom's mm -hmm. uh, Spider Man. You know? <gasps> can I can I give you a little a little spoiler? One tiny little spoiler. I don't really want you to. It's not even a big thing. I swear. I don't. Uh, this is there's a part there's a part in the movie where Batman's like, you're not my dad to Alfred. Oh, he is the most emo Batman <laughs> oh, ever. Oh my God. That he does. Emo yeah. Batman. He looked you're like an emo Batman. Bad. I'm oh mildly excited for an emo Batman more now. <laughs> you're not my dad. <laughs> you're not my dad. You're not my real dad. Oh, that's so good. Okay. Okay. Well, that's, yep. I shouldn't be excited about that, but I am. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, cool. Um, and we get to hear we get to hear Robert Pattinson speak those lines. Yeah, that's all right. I'm all right with that. <laughs> that's right. funny. Right. Hmm. Well, you know what's the opposite of a dark night? Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, you like it. <laughs> you like that. Yeah. Let's a do it. A night. Uh, well, it should be a white like day, but... Sure. He's, he's in a white suit. Don't you don't you tread on my segue. <laughs> it was good. It was good. It was super pimp. Yeah. Boom. Oh. Okay. Uh so Moon Knight, let's talk a little bit about that. The newest Disney show they're cranking out. Mm -hmm. um, we now have two episodes. Yep. Mm -hmm. Episode two. For people listening to this in the future on the podcast feed, like a month from now. <laughs> right. uh, yeah um, this is a weird show mm -hmm. like it's not bad I was thinking about this earlier I was I, I guess Falcon and Winter Soldier struck me a little bit this way but I was never really going to be 100% on board with that show uh, this one I was kind of intrigued by but totally it's weird like it's not bad I'm enjoying it but it doesn't have the same kind of hook as like a WandaVision or Loki or what was or even oh uh boo, 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 boo. Psh, psh, Hawkeye mm -hmm. like those kind of hooked me. Mm -hmm. Um, this doesn't have the same hook. I was like, oh yeah, new new. It doesn't really night. have like a quirky, you know, like what was it that did it for Hawkeye? I think it was the interplay between right. Kate mm -hmm. Bishop and Clint Barton. You know, yeah, like they right. had this fun chemistry and with moon Knight, like it feels like we're meeting everyone for the first time all the time because right. yeah uh steven grant is meeting everyone for the first time mm -hmm. it, which you know i mean it's a lot of new characters so i get it but yeah there's they don't have there's it's missing some type of hook in the writing maybe or the presentation mm -hmm. i like when it seems like it wants to go horror uh, psychological horror a little bit mm -hmm. but of course it's still like kind of almost, almost a little wacky superhero yeah. show so mm -hmm. it doesn't fully commit yeah even Kanchu, especially in this episode even Kanchu is just like kind of i don't know diminished in this episode where uh, played for laughs i mean yeah, i like that like, scene with um yeah ethan hawk yeah kind of played for laughs at a certain point mm -hmm. yeah it's just like oh he can't 
You know, and he's up there like being creepy, but like mm-hmm. he literally can't affect things. Well, he can blow stuff over or something. Apparently. Right, right. You get windy. Gusts mm-hmm. of wind like on the moon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you know what this needs? He needs his suit needs to have a personality of its own. And then I think that would do it. So something I commented on last episode that I didn't realize because I was like his suit like appeared out of his like he made his that's weird. But apparently that's his power. He can make this, or that's the power. He makes the, he summons the suit. See, it's interesting. I mean, like I, I'm trying not to get too critical and into the weeds about it because like, I've also been re-reading the Jeff Lemire stuff and, and in some cases like reading further than I did the first time. Uh-huh. And it's like, man, they've, they have done a good job of streamlining this character because he is convoluted and weird, Uh right? Like you kind of have to streamline him, but they've basically broken him down into two, into two personalities with Khonshu as like the, I don't know, antagonist almost. Yeah. Right. So, so maybe three personalities if you count him as a personality, but he is external, right? Like he's an Egyptian God that gives him these powers. Um, so they've kind of gone and, and I'm, I'm going to cite my source on this, but, um, Axton, he described it as what if Tyler Durden or fight club was also Batman, right? Mm-hmm. Right. You know, or a superhero kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I was like, Oh, so he wakes up, he does, he's lost time and he's been making soap, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> and by soap, you mean vengeance <laughs> right 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 in this case true true justice did he say true justice <laughs> right right yeah. can you yeah. hear him so yeah he makes the suit i did appreciate and it, it added a little bit of like the mask quality to where it's not like a consistent form that's kind of the form that the guy specifically conjures because when what's his name person they look like the main well the main personality that we follow Right. Um, Steven. Finally, like, they're like, conjure the, summon the suit. It's, he summons a suit, like, right. A very dapper, not even dapper. It's like an over the top, super fancy three piece white suit type thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so th- that kind of amused me. I was like, oh, I kind of like that to where I, I did and I didn't like, um, cause in the comics, it's so much better. In terms of like, like it's not played for laughs in the comics. Like right. that's just how Mark Spector rolls, man. He just like he dons the suit and he's got just the sorry, as I nail my mic. Um, he's just got the 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 mask and not the hood kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then um, it's what Jake Crowley, I think that's the name, who dons the the Moon Knight suit, the like the more traditional suit. And uh, so it's it's interesting how they have. How they're changing things, and I I don't totally hate it, but that that irks me a little bit because like when Mark Spector wears that version of the suit in the comics, he's much more awesome than right, that. Right, and they kind of played it for laughs. Like, like what are you doing? Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, the suit, the even the regular the regular suit though. Like looking at this kind of promotional image we've got up here, it looks cool. It looks super cool in concept. But in the show, it's never that like gritty looking. Mm-hmm. Right. It's very bright and kind of overly CG looking, in my opinion. I'm not super yeah. fond of how the, the main suit appears on screen. It doesn't. It just doesn't work for me that well. Mm-hmm. I think but, to a certain point that is also purposeful and not just laziness. It could oh, just yeah, be yeah. laziness, but um, it could be purposeful in that like. The th- one of the things they're playing with in this show, which is pulled straight from the Jeff Lemire books, is, is he just crazy? Mm-hmm. Right, right. No, I, I, I think it's a stylistic decision with the, the way the suit looks. I don't, right. Yeah, I don't think it's necessarily bad CGI. I just am not fond of that decision. Like, mm-hmm. if they made it, it look a little... Like, here, it looks super tactile. And it, it just kind of pops a little bit too much off the screen in the, in the show. But whatever, I'm, that's kind of sp- splitting hairs in a way, I guess. Mm-hmm. Not really. That's not the right phrase, but whatever. Getting it, too far into the weeds on it. Yeah. And I don't think that at this point we can think it's just in his head because 
we've seen his imagination then like pick up and throw other people, you know? <laughs> right. Right. But I mean, like at the beginning of the episode, we're, right. we're left kind of wondering because all we see is him going to the bathroom mm-hmm. and uh, n- like nothing's actually chasing him. Um, mm-hmm. Right. And then he comes back out and uh, the bathroom has been wrecked and he looks up at a camera. Mm-hmm. And so it looks like he's, he's just crazy and messing things up. Mm-hmm. It'd be really hard to pay off later, but I think it'd be really hard for a dude to mess up a bathroom like that though. Right. Right. Yeah. It's an intro. I guess my takeaway so far, or like my general take on it so far is it's an intriguing show. It's just, again, I said this last, last week, it's tonally kind of weird, kind of a mess. It doesn't Mm -hmm. like want to commit to one direction or another. Um, not a mess, but it's just totally strange. Like it's got multiple personalities or something. Oh. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Um, but you know, I'll st- and it's very, it's very. I guess that's it. Like we we don't get the character beats. We get you know, uh, what's his name? Kind of the main personality we follow. Steven. Steven. We get a lot. I guess we get his character beats. Uh, but yeah, it doesn't have that. You know, Hawkeye. It is that character dynamics. The the interpersonal character convert uh, whatever interactions that is kind of the hook mm-hmm. of that show. Well, I think maybe there was a little bit with his wife or the, I guess Mark's wife. Um, we just didn't get a whole lot of them together yet. It's right. almost like the problem of doing an amnesia story, right? Like it's like that, but it's not, mm-hmm. it, you know, it's a fight club situation where so far we've been following a guy who's like, trying to figure out what's been going on because he's got this whole life. He doesn't know about or remember Mm -hmm. at the same time, like trying to fight against it and ignore it. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. But after two, I'm, I'm kind of glad, I guess we got some info dump this episode, but yeah. One, even with her and we've only had her for essentially one episode, Mm -hmm. but I was like, how do you not understand that there's something wrong with him? Right. You just think this is all a ruse at this point. Like at the Mm -hmm. point where he can't even summon the, the suit, Mm -hmm. maybe it's not a joke anymore. You know, like maybe he's not just trying to duck you because you're trying to serve him with papers. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Some characters are a little, the bad guy figured it out. He figured it out. I was like, Oh, Hey man, Sorry. I get it. <laughs> you're you're a broken man. <laughs> yeah. Let, let me be now nice to you. Give me your now. Give me that beetle, please. Give me that beetle, please. <laughs> I did. Although I did enjoy the the, I guess, it's a moral like exploring the moral aspect of the of the villains like kind of oh plan, yeah because villain it's it's a Thanos type situation right where he's like right. it's for the greater good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like yeah, but. Like, I can't get down with killing children. And it's the whole thing of, yeah. Or minority report. Like, yeah. is it wrong yeah. to right. judge someone before they've done wrong? You know? So right. that's an interesting concept, at least, that they explored a little bit this episode. Mm-hmm. When I do, I do dig kind of like how they're like throwing these ancient Egyptian gods just under a modern like microscope kind of thing where it's like, right. mm-hmm. look, we believe this. And so we need it to be real all the time and there was like mm, maybe not maybe that's mm-hmm. <laughs> a little weird for today's society mm-hmm. although like like um th- that's where it's really tying into the comics in a fun way like they even had a they had this easter egg that i marked out hard for uh in the mark i get it um mm-hmm. <laughs> where they where they pull him into the the two cops pull him into the uh, car and one of them refers to the other guy as Billy. And I was like, Oh my God, that's straight from the Lemire run where like the orderlies in the mental hospital. One of them, ref- like, we don't even know what the other guy's name is, but he's like, right, Billy, we're going to hook him up to the, sh- the electroshock therapy thing and shock him good. Yeah. And so like, that was like a direct Easter egg nod. And I was like, Oh, I got that reference. that's that's you know i mean as far as like mainstream media that's a deep cut reference right Mm -hmm. and they keep referencing amut and so it was interesting that i mean like they have to like spell it out for you um that he's like that amut has got like a crocodile head and so like before this thing is over i'm 
going to be uh, disappointed if we don't see Ethan Hawke with a crocodile for a face. <laughs> a full crocodile yep. for a face. Yep. I got you. I got you. Um, yeah. I, if I was one of his followers, sure, he's got a magic stick and stuff, but I would be like, okay, so it, it judges people and things that they, for, for past and future, for doing anything bad and then, you know, awesome. But yet you want me to go and attack and possibly kill this person. And that's fine. And she knows that I'm going to do that. And that's fine. I just don't buy it. Yeah, I feel like Ethan Hawke's like judgment scale abilities are kind Mm -hmm. of, they're weighted. They seem tilted a little bit because, yeah, yeah, his followers are willing to do some pretty awful stuff. And it seems like they've already been judged, huh? Right. Hmm. Exactly. Yeah. I was kind of thinking about that too. So, like the scales are actually like, are you empty enough inside that we yes. can fill you with whatever we want? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so. And by the way, Ethan Hawke is like, like probably the same age as this dude, maybe a little bit older, but not by much. So, does do they just have like a really high t- turnover rate for the Moon Knight guy? I mean, <laughs> right. I, well, I I'm not even. I'm not totally buying that he was actually a Moon Knight. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think he's just saying that because the whole time I'm thinking you're the avatar of Amut. Mm-hmm. I like I like Ethan Hawke in this though. It's been a while since I've seen him in anything, yeah. and mm-hmm. he does well at because when he's being like nice or whatever, he comes across as like nice, but also like in that there's still that menace, that undercurrent. creepy like oh uh, like mm-hmm. oh like I'm sure you where maybe he thinks he's being genuine. But mm-hmm. it doesn't seem genuine. It seems mm-hmm. too much. It's, it's got a crocodile smile. Yeah, yeah. And not not to be like offensive to to people, but like like in an evangelist like, that you don't oh, quite yeah. trust, right? <laughs> right? Right, right. And he does have that like religious cult leader thing going on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I don't care if you're offended. <laughs> offended. <laughs> Hot take. We don't care. We don't care. <laughs> mm-hmm. If I was really concerned, I wouldn't have said it. It was a mild. It was mild. Yeah. Not not related, but still like celebrity related. I just learned yet two days ago that Rose McGowan grew up in the same cult that the Phoenixes grew up in. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Well, cult produced some interesting people. Yeah, sure did. <laughs> stars, superstars. <laughs> um. Okay, well, oh, whoop, oh, sorry, uh, I'm hitting wrong buttons. Okay, <laughs> nothing nobody can see. It's fine. I didn't need to even comment on it. Ignore me. Ignore me. <laughs> so, I don't even know that reference, and I'm, but I know how to use it. Have you not watched Venture Brothers? <laughs> not <laughs> enough of it. I've watched <sighs> some of it. Oh, you should. I'm, I'm into mostly the like the old like that first season that Johnny Quest parody stuff. You'll fall in love with it as a What kid. would we do so without you? You'd die. It's so, it, it, man, it's so good about its world building. That it you, is. Um, and like, especially a couple of seasons, like they start pulling from uh, superhero stuff. Like, I want to say that last season, there was even a very like kind of Justice League type group or something or a Superman type character that shows up perfectly handled in that venture brothers way um yeah anyway we haven't like we've been watching murder shows melanie messed up and got me on a kick somehow again of the moody <laughs> detectives Uh oh so we've been watching moody detectives we watched what was the name of that show melanie the chestnut <sighs> man yes it was okay it's on netflix if was you're it nuts you want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. The, Chestnuts. The the nuttiest thing, in my opinion, was who the killer ended up being because it was the last person I would have ever suspected. Right, right. And Mr. Peanut. If you like, listen, if you like. I don't trust it. Nordic nor, Nord, Nordic noir detective type shows. And you've watched all the other ones. <laughs> Watch <laughs> Chestnut Man. It's not bad. It's pretty good. Uh, mm-hmm. th- the main characters are a little kind of one note, but yeah. uh, 
If you like, really, if you like crime dramas, I think it doesn't have to be Nordic more. If you like crime dramas and you don't mind reading subtitles, watch it. If you mind reading subtitles, I don't care. <laughs> it doesn't care. I don't care unless you're unless you can't read. That's I'm not going to judge you. But you know, I once I love you, Randy. I'm so glad I have you. I once dated a guy that could not read fast enough. So if we watched foreign movies, I'd have to speak out loud the 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 stuff that went by on the bottom. Oh, <sighs> yeah. No. Yeah. He's she's fun, but she's great. If I have to walk out of the room for a second, because she'll just like start reading it out loud oh, when yeah. I'm outside out of the room till I get back. <laughs> oh no! Um, yep, yep. <laughs> and then we started watching um, Young Wallander, and I was very on the fence about what Young Wallander was going to be like because Wallander is kind of a famous. There's been two series. Uh, How is this supposed to work if the people can't even get into the building? It's like Zoolander. <laughs> that actually Wallander. sounded a lot like him. I was like, oh, I just <laughs> yeah, 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 because you have Wallander's like uh, Swedish, but speaks English. So like this wall accent? isn't going to work for anything. People will just step over it. <laughs> um, so I've never watched the original Wallander series. It's, uh, I think, actually Swedish. It's supposed to be good, but I've never watched it because it's not like it's on Amazon right now, but like you got to pay extra for some weird service that I've never even heard oh, of. And I was like, it's oh. one of those channel things. Yeah. Um, but I have seen the BBC Wallander, which is weird because they made Wallander English and then put his character, I think, in Sweden or something. But it's, a, I loved it. I know it's not, I know it's, it's basically an English language remake, um, but it's Kenneth Branagh. Branagh. And it's, I love that. Young Wallander is so far, we're only two episodes in. It's not bad. I kind of like it. I was like, he's young. How, why is he going to be moody? They traumatize him right off the bat. So it's like, good. I only want a broken Wallander. <laughs> that's what makes him interesting. He's not a particularly great detective. He's just moody. And that's what I want. Yeah. Um, but I think we determined he's like a Constantine. Oh, okay. Right. Right. Yeah. Like you don't want to be friends with him. No, no. Because you're just going to end up being a reason he's upset eventually. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're you're going to be a source of guilt for him when you inevitably die. Um, and it's great. But <laughs> the weird thing about the show is they made Wallander Swedish, which is great. It's English language, so he's speaking English, but like he's got its accent. Cool. I didn't realize it took it actually is also takes place in Sweden because everyone speaks English and Everyone but him almost is distinctly British, like super British sounding. So basically they're like, okay, okay. People didn't like us making him British. We'll make, we'll, he'll be Swedish. We'll be in Sweden, but you're not going to know it because everyone's British and they're going to speak English. Mm -hmm. So that's a little weird and occasionally takes me out of it. Like when they're talking to the parents of like a victim and the victim's clearly like very Swedish, like just has that face right mm-hmm. and but the the guy's dad's like i can't i'm not even gonna try it mm-hmm. like extremely british voice mm-hmm. accent it's like <laughs> it's also what? really confusing because a big a big part of at least these first couple episodes is uh an immigration issue and i'm like but wait who are the immigrants here because it <laughs> seems like the cops <laughs> and you know <laughs> Yeah, no kidding. Even the the minorities are they all sound so British. Mm-hmm. So it, that's a weird decision. It's a weird yeah. it's a little bit of a fish tar situation where you know where it's like why is everyone just speaking English? This is pre-English. Anyway, um or not fish tar, ishtar. Fish tar is what they refer <laughs> to as fish tar. Fish tar is what they referred to Waterworld as because Ishtar was a big bomb and Waterworld was also a bomb. I don't know. I've never Speak. even heard of Ishtar. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, actually, I've heard of an Egyptian goddess. But yeah. okay, anyway, go on. I'm making obscure references to things. I'm ruining the show. I'm ruining the show. <laughs> We're ruining the show. I don't even care. <laughs> You're not my real dad. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, okay, super fast, because I know we have things to be amazed about, but I have a couple news stories. I'm going to run through them real quick, especially the first one here since uh, we kind of led with it. Is, uh, uh, the most recent story, and this is not a thing I knew was happening. Uh, Melanie mentioned it to me earlier today, so I had to look it up. Um, but they are remake. They're doing a reboot of The Crow, which I think I might have heard of. I a reboot of The Crow has been like they've been trying to get that <laughs> it off. Feels the like that's been happening for ten years, <laughs> right? Well, apparently it's much closer. It probably literally has been almost happening for ten years. I think so. Um, yeah. Apparently there was actually, a Momoa. There was a one before that. Whoa, weird. There was a Momoa. There was a Momoa, and what? that's the last one that got pretty far. This wow. would be a beefy crow, right? Yeah, it would be. So, be unstoppable. That's a thick crow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> can't rain all the time, bro. <laughs> what did you say, bro? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can't rain all the time, bro. <laughs> My man. Um, so the most recent article I found, uh, this is from Hollywood Reporter. I don't know who FKA Twigs is. I'm going to sound like an old person because I don't know who this is, but they are a British singer and dancer. They're probably going to play a Swede. Um <laughs> How sweet it is. <laughs> FKA Twigs has been uh, cast. Uh, she'll be co-starring as in, in this new version of The Crow, I believe, as the wife? As Shelly? Is, hmm. Okay. Interesting that they the, would uh, announce that. slash fiance, which is oh, yeah. weird because mm-hmm. I can't. Traditionally, that's not like she's not around in the movie very no, long. It's all flashbacks, so maybe they're gonna do some different stuff. I don't know. But the big thing is who's the cat dancer themselves, right? Uh, Bill Skarsgård, old Pennywise or new Pennywise? Right. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay, he's a skinny dude. I like. I mean, he, like he'll look good in the makeup, is but it's like it's interesting. Like, is he a action not, star? Um, Probably doesn't matter. He visually, when I at first I was like, oh, that, he's weird. That's a weird pick. But now that when I think about it, and then think about like the book, the comic. Uh, yeah. Oh, he'll team. look like the comic. He'll look great. It's kind of that's kind of visually good casting. He's yeah. a little wiry mm-hmm. kind of guy. The crows always was always like skinny cat dancer, feeling bad in his crappy apartment thing. Yeah. <laughs> With the cat. <laughs> with the cat. There better be a cat. There better be dancing, interpretive dance with the cat to express his turmoil. That's yeah. all. That's really all there. That's really all there is. Uh, the production will take place in Pr- in Prague and Munich, but that Munich, but that doesn't really mean anything. Um, it means it's going to be depressing. Right. Okay. There you go. There's that. Uh, I I had a beep a second ago. I don't know what happened to it. Anyway. HBO Max, definitely seen your tweets, is fixing its app. This is from um, Vulture. And uh, nearly two years ago when HBO Max launched, it had so many problems it became a running joke. And to be honest, like beyond just HBO Max, HBO's apps, HBO Now, HBO Go, they always sucked. They were their HBO Max app for me lately hasn't been too bad, except it does like freeze momentarily every so often in the middle mm-hmm. of the show. Um, but apparently they've been working on it and apparently, uh, what was it? Let's see who, who, who are they quoting here? Mm-hmm. Um, somebody, Sarah Lyons, <laughs> Sarah Lyons, HBO Max's executive vice president of direct to consumer global product management. That's a title. Uh, she said, <laughs> It was important for us to, as quickly as possible, get off the old and get onto a new platform. That's not the quote I thought it was. Uh, But basically, each platform has its own intrinsic issues. Uh, They've been trying to attack with this. Uh, I can't find the good quote, but they said something about, oh, it was whatever. Basically, the HBO Max app, like there's, they had to build different versions for tons of different platforms and they were basically pushing this crap out as quick as they could, which is kind of indicates a lack of foresight. Um, and I seen a quote somewhere about like they're, it's trying, like trying to change the airplane in a 
trying to change the engine of an airplane while it's flying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. But like, yeah, their HBO Now and HBO Go apps were a mess. So It's like they didn't expect this to actually work. And now it's like the only way people want to watch HBO. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, okay, we'll do an app and try it. Oh, yeah. crud. Everyone will do it. This We'll watch this on. Yeah. Right. And the fact that like there was HBO Now and HBO Go when HBO Max launched and like that was in itself confusing and weird and kind of a mess. Yeah, especially for people who had it through other things. Because I know like Savannah was always complaining, how come I have this and I can't get access to that because it's on a different app, but it's still the same, you know, company or whatever. Right, because she had it through like Amazon or she was paying for it through Amazon or some other, some something else. She couldn't watch it on playstation or something the playstation app yeah something weird like that and Mm -hmm. and that was kind of like i think when i before before i signed up for hbo max like i think back in the day when i had some hbo streaming service whatever i think now it must have been i think i was paying through it for it through google like they had a weird thing where you couldn't just directly pay them it's like you guys Mm -hmm. have to get with the times and you gotta like let go of this weird we're bundled with cable mentality right, right because when they tried to translate that to online it's like uh we're bundled with amazon and we're bundled with google and we, we no you have to pay for for us through this other thing it's like yeah be direct do right. netflix if you're going to do netflix do netflix you know mm-hmm. i have real quick two things one we're over 14 now uh two um wait what'd you say we're over 14 now um and then the other thing was uh I think a lot of these companies need to like an infusion of younger people to be like, this is the future. And if you can't see it, then you're going to go broke so that they don't end up, uh, you know, uh, broke, you know, broke. Yeah. Um, and I'm sorry, Randall, you seem confused. We have a service that we borrow maybe, and we were only 14, so we couldn't watch some shows. Well, now we're over 14. Oh yeah. I was so confused. Um, because I, I don't live in your head, unfortunately, I guess. It'd be so great if you did. I keep telling you we should meld. Yeah, we borrow a certain Disney service, and our account is restricted to oh, 14 and right. under. Was. And I, I can't remember the password to fix it, but it's okay. I can just log into someone else's profile on there and watch no, the I, other stuff if I want. I took but, care of it. I took care of it. Oh, we're over 14 now is what you're saying. Yes. Yeah, but you need to give me context. I don't know <laughs> what you're saying. <laughs> I was just like, what, has this been a problem since you guys were age 14? Like, what? what is... Huh? Sorry. I should have been like, oh, I guess it's time then. <laughs> <laughs> I just leaned into the <laughs> bizarrity of it. Mm-hmm. Okay, last news story because we just hit an hour. We need to wrap this. Uh, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Yep, I'm excited for it. Ticket sales set 2022 record. Um, this is from today, this story. Comingsoon.net. Mm-hmm. I don't know where they got the information, but whatever. I'm citing my source. The Multiverse. Ticket sales for the highly anticipated Marvel Studios film, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, went on sale this week and have already set a record in a brief amount of time. Uh, according to Fandango's Fandango's early tracking, mm-hmm. the first 24 hours of pre-sales for the Doctor Strange sequel sold more tickets than any other 2022 film so far, including the recently released Batman, recently released The Batman. Mm-hmm. The movie company said the first day pre- uh, pre-sales for the film were Fandi- Fandango, Fandang- Fandango's biggest since Spider-Man No Way Home tickets went on sale mm-hmm. uh, at the end of last year. So that doesn't surprise me because I know several people that were waiting for that for the tickets to go on sale. Yeah, I mean, I first off, there have you know, like there's it's a tentpole Marvel movie, and it's been a while, I guess, since we had like a big other than Spider Man. Literally had the trailer in one of the end credit scenes. Right, right, that was right. But you know, like Shang Chi. Okay, but like I don't that didn't have the hype, right? Like it didn't right. have the setup. Um not only is this like a tentpole Marvel character movie, 
but it also had has the setup and hype from coming off of Spider-Man. So, yeah. uh, and for me, like I'm kind of interested to see what Sam Raimi does. He, I think after Spider-Man three, he he said he was not keen on doing another superhero movie, but they pulled him in for this. And I was reading some other article earlier that he basically is like, yeah, I loved it. It's the world's greatest to, uh, toy box. So uh-huh. he'd be open to doing more. And he said, anything's possible. Mm-hmm. Um, and besides, this is the moment we've all been waiting for when it all just breaks open and the universes are all bleh, together. True. True. And the last time we saw Wanda, she made a whole town into a 60s sitcom. Uh-huh. Right. Right. Uh, hey, Turner, what's going on? Uh, Turner's excited to see it. Yeah, me too. I am. Mm-hmm. I am as well. Uh, weirdly more excited than to see the Batman, but I still am excited to see the Batman. You sh- you should see it. I'm going to. Yeah. It's, it's going to be long. It's going to be a long movie. It is but, long. Okay, that's it. Basically, this is Doctor Strange. It's not even out yet, or maybe it starts. Actually, you could probably start going to see it today, but uh, pre-sales, it's already making bank. People are excited for it. So mm-hmm. there we go. Yay, Disney's making more money. It's such a like conflicting thing to talk about like we all we've done is talk about for the most part Marvel entertainment properties and like the Batman. And on the one hand, especially with the with the Marvel Disney stuff, I want to be like, yeah, "Disney, man, just stop." Yeah. You, you too much. But on the other hand, like I'm enjoying it and I yeah. want it to succeed so that they make more, but I also like don't want Disney to own all the money. <laughs> So <laughs> that's right. That's right. I say we let Disney get all the money and then we say, you know what? I don't believe in money anymore. And yeah, then money's not real. <laughs> yeah. Especially this weird money that has Mickey Mouse ears on it. Right. Oh yeah. No kidding. No kidding. I guess I'm sore. You know, there's a lot of reasons to be sore at Disney. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and for me, one of the number ones is number one's reasons is, uh, they keep screwing us on public domain stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. I hate that. I, that yeah. makes me so irritated as a person yeah. who likes to make things out of other people's works. <laughs> so, <laughs> right, right, yeah. I like it's, to reimagine it, things. Yeah, I was, yeah. I was gonna say it's not, it's not that you're doing something different with them. You're not just taking it and using it like it's yours. You're well, changing it. No, yeah, from the like kind of sampling and remix period of people's yeah. generation. Yeah. Uh, so that's what I like to do. Yeah. And at this point, it's kind of like, what can we do that hasn't already been done before in the past, you know? Right. I want to take from what's there and make something more. Mm-hmm. So. Speaking of things that haven't been done before. Yeah. NASA announced, uh, since they just, you know, launched the the James Webb telescope, that their next uh step for a new telescope or what they're going to try is um in the next set of astronauts that go up to the iss um they're going to have one uh, let's see eaton stib he's from israel uh is going to do a experiment or some experiments i suppose where well because liquids um have surface tension that like keeps them together and on earth they kind of blob and then break apart when they hit the water or you know something that breaks the surface tension but in space where there's low low or no gravity the liquids automatically after they like jiggle a little bit assume a spherical shape um and it's super clear they don't need because they've replicated this on earth and when you make them like that they don't need buffing or polishing or anything like that they're just like ready to go perfect lenses um so they're gonna have uh this astronaut take some different polymers up there liquid polymers and um then they'll inject a hardener into them so they'll let them you know blob into the sphere shape inject a hardener and then he's going to send them back to earth to see what works best and then that will allow them to make lenses out of liquid in space um, that are way bigger than anything we could make here on Earth. And the bigger, you huh. know, the more light it collects, the better. So and way more efficient, probably, than yes. anything mm-hmm. we could cast. Exactly. Yes. So so that would be their 
hope for newer telescopes in the future. So, yeah. That's a clever use of, I don't know, the environment or lack of environment. Of space. Space. Uh-huh. space. Uh, just go up there and make, yeah, that's, uh, that's make these lenses in mm-hmm. a zero gravity environment. That's pretty clever, I think. <laughs> just yeah. gonna have a room full of balls. Just like in uh, <laughs> Our Flag Means Death. Right. It's the ballroom. Yeah. Okay, that Tim Curry clip from that video game where he's like space. Yeah. What, he, it's even something about capitalism. <laughs> Wait, is that Tim Curry or is that the guy that played Gomez? No, it was Tim Curry. Okay. Well, uh, Tim Curry did play Gomez in one of the, in like the third Adams Family movie. Oh, did he? Yeah. Oh, I didn't. I don't think I saw that one. I don't think anybody did. Okay. <laughs> it's direct to video thing or something. Um, okay. Anyway, amazing. That was amazing. Get, get us yep. some liquid why, lenses. Why aren't we amazed? Uh, yeah. By more things like space. Yeah. Space yeah. scope. No, space lenses. A space scope lens. Yeah, it could be huge. Sp- space sphere lens. Yep. We could see space back to the scope. beginning, maybe the Big Bang. Oh. Uh, don't worry. Oh, you don't even know. <laughs> don't worry. On. You don't even know, <laughs> know what's going on in my head. Hey, Jesse, you got anything exciting coming up? What you got? Got anything to talk about? What's what's uh, you doing? No, n- no. <laughs> I, I don't think so. No. Uh, okay. <laughs> my life. My life is a cycle that starts on Monday and ends on Sunday and then repeats. He was born on a Monday. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm feeling grunde. Can you tell? Well, I just need to end this episode. Hey, everybody. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Uh, you can hear more of this fine, quality, well-composed <laughs> entertainment at growlixpodcast.com. G-R-A-W-L-I-X podcast.com. Also, hey, get yourself a Humble Bundle. We're a Humble Partner. Go to garlicspodcast.com slash Humble. Uh, right now they had, oh, man, what was it even? There's a pretty interesting one, I thought. A um, bunch of video al- a- a- elements if you're into video stuff. If you're not into that, though, and you just like wearing clothes, you could go to uh, Strangers with T-shirts, and we have an affiliate link there, too, don't we? Yeah. Just go to strangerswithtshirts.com. Com- Wait, no, that's not the affiliate anymore. Whatever, go there. That'll take you to a website with links to the place. And they're all affiliate links there. Yep. All right. We did it. I'm proud of us. Yeah. Woo-hoo. I don't even care. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is like going into it. I was like, uh, you know, we got a couple things to talk about. You, Batman, and then we'll just kind of wing it. Uh, we're still over an hour. Yeah. Oh, man, we should have asked... I- all right, bye everybody. Next week we might have a GCU episode. Oh, let's see. Ooh. Maybe what? I should have I should have asked at the beginning. Mentioned at the beginning of the show so we could get get some ideas for double features. But I got a list somewhere. We'll we'll come up with a double feature. Yeah, and if not, we'll just watch Nicolas Cage movies. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to Grolix Nights, the Grolix Podcast live show. Be sure to check out our weekly live streams available at grolixpodcast.com slash live. Currently, we stream Thursdays at 8 p.m. Central Time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. For links, once again, go to grolixpodcast.com slash live. doing here there's there's nothing here but hey that was a great episode wasn't it yeah it was